Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What? Today we've got Dr. Cody on, who is a chiropractor. Hi, Cody. Hey there. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. How are we today? Yeah, fantastic. I actually just finished up a very busy day, so you're catching me at the end of a day, so I'll I'll try to make sure that my brain is still working. <laughs> um, should we jump straight in then? Do you want to tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yeah, so um, I... Um, I'm a chiropractor, I guess. Um, I've been a chiropractor now here in Sydney, Australia for 12 years. Um, I originally am from the US, so I did all of my education back home in Minnesota, and then I moved directly out here. And um, yeah, I guess as a chiropractor, what we do is, I mean, we see a lot of people with musculoskeletal problems, um, headaches, back aches, neck aches, all these kind of different things. And what we do is as a chiropractor, we take um, kind of a, a whole picture approach where we understand better about how your nervous system is functioning. And we just happen to do spinal adjustments or extremity adjustments um, to help to alleviate that pressure on the nervous system. So your body exudes exactly what you demand of it. I have to say, I am uh, one of those people that have become slightly addicted to the uh, body cracking videos. Obviously, your Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. is is great for them, um, but it, the just the instant relief you can see on people's faces from the cracking is uh, is crazy. Yeah, it's it's one of the most rewarding things about my job is that you do get instantaneous results. Um, not for everyone, like it depends on the condition, of course, if it's more chronic or acute, but for the most part, people walk out of my office, you know, feeling better. And that's, that's quite an amazing uh, power to have to, to help them. And what actually is the cracking? Yeah. So that cracking noise that you hear that popping is simply a negative pressure that's created in that joint when you move it quickly. And that negative pressure then allows the gas inside that joint capsule to diffuse uh, to the surrounding tissue. And that's what makes the popping noise. Okay. So how did you get into chiropractic? Did you always want to go into something like that? Or what was the journey to get to where you are? Yeah, I mean, I get asked this quite a bit, right? And I've, and uh... I've actually probably inspired, well, I know I have, I've inspired some other people's people to become chiropractors. Now, I saw a chiropractor when I was a teenager. Um, I was uh, in a couple kind of significant car accidents mm -hmm. and as well as a basketball injury. So um, I went to a chiropractor and everything was fine. I didn't really think anything of it at the time because uh, that's just what you did. And um I actually went to university, my undergrad, to become a pharmacist. So that was my initial process was I'm going to school to become a pharmacist. Mm -hmm. uh, and I worked at a, at a nursing service pharmacy and I, I worked with some amazing people up at Folks Pharmacy in Duluth, Minnesota. Um, I had a great time, but I just knew it wasn't it wasn't me. It wasn't for me. This this wasn't right. Mm. And uh I don't even remember who it was, maybe my mom, maybe a friend, I don't remember. And they mentioned, oh, well, have you thought about, you know, maybe chiropractic? And I was like, oh yeah, I've seen one, that's cool. Um, <laughs> maybe I should apply for early admission to see if I can get in. Because I was already far enough along in my undergrad degree where I could do that. I had all the prerequisites in place. Mm -hmm. I had tested high enough, whatever, I was doing it. So I applied for early admission at Northwestern Health Sciences University down uh, near Minneapolis. 
And lo and behold, I got the letter saying, yeah, we've accepted you. Come on down. And Fantastic. the rest is kind of history. I mean, everything in my life has been kind of, um, it's presented itself uh, as an opportunity and I've gone with it. Mm. Um, and it may be risky at some times, but I certainly think that I was born to crack. <laughs> <laughs> so after you'd finished your, you know, you graduated, you're a chiropractor. What was your first steps into getting into the world of working as a chiropractor? Yeah. So while I was still a chiropractic student, I actually flew to Sydney. Um, I flew to Australia to uh, meet with a few chiropractors that I had been in touch with for many years and just check it out. And mm. so when I was here, I met with a bunch of chiropractors. Oddly enough, I went to the clinic that, you know, many years later, I would end up buying. Oh, <laughs> which wow. is, yeah, I never really thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I visited this the first time. But I went, <laughs> now I'm buying. Now it's mine. Um, but I had a job offer here in Sydney. Um, and I also had one up in the Gold Coast, which is wow. uh, just north of, north of Brisbane. And um, I decided to come to Sydney. I took the job here because I needed to be sponsored. And I guess the rest is history. Um, yeah, now I have my own amazing, beautiful clinic that I've expanded and grown. And yeah, I'm very fortunate. Um, yeah, life life is good. <laughs> yeah, but down in Australia, can't be uh, can't be better than that. <laughs> That's right. Um, so do you think, because obviously we found you through uh, Instagram, social media, do you think yeah. that these tools have allowed you to build your business and reach more people? Is that something that you've concentrated on or? Absolutely. It has been huge for my business. Um, you know, gone are kind of the old school ways of marketing and advertising, you know, and, and I've been there. I've tried all them. I've failed. Mm. Uh, it was slow progress asking for people, you know, hey, tell all your friends and family members. And it does. It does grow organically, naturally, a business mm. does. But since my social media um, on Instagram and TikTok in particular, have really expanded and grown, so too has my business. Like last year in 2020 during COVID, my business grew 43%. And I can, wow. attribute, I can attribute almost all of that to social media because I ask all of my new patients where they come from. Yeah, And nine times out of 10, they say social media, they say TikTok or Instagram. It is incredible what you can do with the tools we have now, isn't it? 43% in a year. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately, I think the old school way of thinking is, you know, you need to target, you know, you need to have a, a specific target market and you need to come up with the ideal client. So male or female or an age group or also what their other interests are. And you need to try to target them. But also they, they used to say kind of within a certain radius, mm. you know, whether it's a kilometer or two or whatever. And ultimately, I've learned through this whole process, as long as you have a spine, you are a potential client. <laughs> So, I mean, there probably are a few spineless people out there, but we won't name names. <laughs> but they might be lawyers. I'm just saying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but ultimately, yeah, I've learned that, 
you know, even just showcasing chiropractic to the whole world and having my videos viewed hundreds of millions of times mm. have also then created a little bit more um, energy and a little bit more kind of a spotlight on chiropractic care. And I frankly don't care if you see me or the one you know, the, the chiropractor just down the road from you, mm. as long as you're getting good results and, and chiropractic is right for you. And it's great. And I've showcased chiropractic to millions of people around the world that never even knew what it was. Mm. So what's an average day like for a chiropractor then? Well, I mean, it depends on how you run your own business. And for me, um, you know, I'm pretty much booked out every day. I work six days a week. Um, which is probably a bit much at this stage in my career, but I, st I absolutely still love it. And it mm. doesn't burn me out. I never get, I never wake up in the morning and dread going to work. I absolutely love it. That's the goal. And, yeah. And, and so I work, you know, roughly there's a few half days in there. I shouldn't say, but like today, so today for us is Wednesday. I started seeing patients at eight o'clock. And I just finished up at 6 p.m. Wow. And I have like an hour lunch break in their hour and a half lunch break. And that's it. For the rest of the day, I'm I'm flat chat. I'm I'm seeing as many patients as I can during that time. I try not to overlap very much, but I do have an open plan adjusting style. So I may have one or two clients going on at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, but on an average day, I would probably see somewhere between 25 and 30 patients. Wow. And then the average week lately, we've been seeing roughly anywhere from 20 to 25, maybe 27 new patients a week. Wow. Which is a lot. That's, I mean, the, the average chiropractor in, in New South Wales, well, here in Australia, sees only about two to three new patients a week. So we're, wow. we're beyond that. Wow. And for you, what kind of personality traits or skill sets do you think are really important to being a chiropractor? Well, I mean, certainly your main primary focus needs to be around helping people. And, and because that's what we do, we help them. I think you also have to be a little bit genuine and a little bit empathetic for people that come in and they're in pain most of the time. Uh, I also think that sometimes as chiropractors, we need to be very adaptive. We need to think a little bit outside of the box because we're not mainstream. And mm -hmm. it took me many years to kind of figure this out. And, and, you know, you hear people say to you or say to me anyway, you know, oh, you know, physios hate chiropractors or medical doctors hate chiropractors. And I was like, well, ultimately there's a time and a place for everything. And if we all had the best interests of our patients at hand, then we should be all working together to help them. And, and I think that's really important is that, you know, if, if you have an ego going into any of these kind of um, healthcare professional professions, you, you need to be able to set your ego aside and mm. do what's best for your, for your patients. Um, and, and then for you, what is the biggest positive of doing what you do every day? Yeah, I mean, I, I touched on this before, but I, I mean, it's, it really is helping people feel better. Like it, it is so, I can't even describe how rewarding and humbling it is. Mm. Uh, I actually, this is quite funny. I had a patient earlier today 
And I hadn't seen her in quite a while. I saw her partner not that long ago, but it has been maybe six months since I've seen her. And she came in and she was so apologetic. And I was like, it doesn't matter. You're here now. Clearly you need my help. (laughs) So let's get this under control. Tell me what's going on. And we go, we went through the whole consult and we did the examination and I did the treatment and she's, she's really, she's a very lovely person. Like all of my patients are lovely, um, which is why I'm very fortunate. Um, But she's particularly quite lovely. And she just said to me, she goes, I love you. (laughs) And she goes, I bet you get that all the time though. And I was like, you know, I, I do get people that tell me that they love me and, and I understand though, but it's, it's because I'm, I just, I'm just helping them and Mm. I'm making them feel better and I'm taking away their pain and, and, and all their aches and pains and all these kind of things. And, and they do genuinely do (laughs) care about you and they're very thankful that, that I'm able to help them. And that's, uh, it is always nice hearing. Yeah. Uh, but on the flip side of that, what is something that's kind of negative or less favorable about what you do? Yeah, it, it is interesting. Um, there is a bit of, I guess, maybe potentially a bad reputation that mm-hmm. chiropractors, some chiropractors have created for the profession as a whole. And I must admit on social media, the only negative comments that I've really got, like the really, the really mean ones were actually from other chiropractors. Really? And yeah. I, and I, you know, you try not to take it to heart mm-hmm. because I don't know what's going on in their lives. I don't know what's going on with them. So, you know, who knows, maybe they just had a really shitty day for all I know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only ones, yeah, that have made some really, some really damaging comments towards me were other chiropractors. And, and, and they're just kind of saying, oh, how, how dare you call it a crack? Um, that's not what it is. We're, we're spending all this time and energy fighting off, you know, all these other professions that are coming after us. And I was like, no, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really not. I don't, I don't understand where it's coming from. So I guess the hardest part about being a chiropractor um, is sometimes, sorry, that was just a message I got. Uh, That was quite loud. Um, But, but sometimes what happens is, is your own colleagues sometimes want to throw you under the bus in, in Australia, we call this tall poppy syndrome. Okay. Um, And it's where, you know, you're all growing, but one of you all of a sudden is the nice is the tall poppy. And so then what the other poppies want to do is to cut you down. So you're at the same level as them. Okay. And it, which is a very different approach because coming from the U S where if you're doing something amazing, everyone kind of wants to help lift you and be a part of it and be like, Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. Yeah. You're doing <laughs> a great job. Go for it. And they want to help you and back you and support you. And, and it's, and it's an amazing feeling. And we just sometimes don't have that. And I wish we did. That's one of the things I want to help the profession do is by all of us, you know, working a bit better together. Yeah, I think that is very American, isn't it? That you know, you all yeah, big each other sure. up. Very American. But why yeah, did I mean, you? You're, you're from the UK. What's? I mean, is it? It's oh, is it's it's, it's all stiff up, stiff upper lip. You know, you don't. Nobody bigs okay. anyone up. Um, it's it's kind of endearing almost if somebody um has a go at you somehow um that's that's their way of showing support <laughs> in the uk yeah it is interesting isn't it from even just country to country how, how different it can be yeah. um 
But I mean, we're all humans. We're all human beings. Uh, we're just, you know, we're, we're all born on this planet. We're all going to die on this planet. Yeah. And we're only here for a certain limited amount of time. You know, why make it difficult for someone else? Yeah, I think we've had quite a few people on now. We've done over 100 episodes and we talked about social media and the impact it has a lot. And the best response we've had are just the people that don't let it get to them and don't let it affect them. And it's so easy to say, but incredibly hard to do. Um, well, sure. But yeah, I think it's just building a bit of a, a, a tough out, a outer skin and just saying, well, like you said earlier, you don't know what they've done, been through in their day. They might yeah. not be like that, but yeah, it's really hard to do. Yeah. And I mean, most of the time, you know, they're keyboard warriors as well, right? Oh, so yeah. they're, they're, their shield is they're behind a screen, you know, from who knows halfway around the world. <laughs> but if they had to say it to my face, they probably wouldn't. Yes. So, you know, and, and I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't mind criticism. Like, go right ahead, pick me to pieces. But, you know, if I'm going to put and if I'm going to put one of my videos out there for the whole world to see, I'm going to make damn sure it's a really good adjustment. I'm going to make sure that my technique is sound so no one can fault me on that. But if they want to pick apart the way I talk or the way my hair is or the way my clothes are, or the way the clinic looks or whatever, go right ahead. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what would be something that would never be in your job description, but something you have to deal with on a daily basis? Okay, so this, this is an interesting one. Um, because patients are coming to you and, and, and I do see them quite regularly, like, uh, like on, a, on, a, on an average patient, I would probably see them maybe once a month. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have a lot of stuff going on in their lives. And as a young chiropractor, I was just like, nope, people are coming in. I'm going to fix them. Boom, done. <laughs> but a lot of people have a lot of other shit going on in their lives. Mm very emotional things. And as a, a very young chiropractor, I must admit, I, I did not handle that stuff very well. Um, and it kind of scared me. <laughs> I'm not an overly outward emotional person to begin with. You can ask my partner, but um, I must admit, people are going to come to you and they're going to have a really tight upper back because they've got a lot of emotional shit going on. And I never thought in a million years that sometimes just being there for them and placing, you know, my hands on their back to feel their spine, sometimes that's enough for some people. Mm. And it was really difficult for me at first to get that because I just, you know, I just wanted to help them with their back issues. Mm. Um, but I've grown to, you know, have some, some very lovely you know, relationships with these, some friendships with these people and with, with my patients. And it's, and, and that, I mean, I, I never, I never thought that that was a thing and then it's, it's happened. So, I mean, I've been in practice long enough now where, you know, I've had people cry. I've had people, you know, like, and, and that's okay. It doesn't freak me out like it used to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for somebody listening to this and thinking, you know, what, I'd, I'd really like to get into chiropractic. Have you got any tips or advice or anything they can do to sort of help with that journey along? Yeah. So I get asked this quite a bit. Um, and even by people that are already chiropractic students, but um, people that are thinking about it, I say the best thing that you can do is just go and observe as many chiropractors as you can. And if there's only one in your town, just go and observe them. 
every chiropractor, I guarantee, will be more than welcoming to you if you want to learn and observe and, and see what they do. I mean, if a chiropractor bats you away and says, no, I don't have time, well, you, like, that's, that's not cool. We were all in that same boat. I was in the same boat. Like I was, I was a student at one time. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do with my life at one time. Like we just have to help each other out. And if, and if you're at least interested in it, just go and watch and observe and, and see if it feels right. I mean, ultimately I kind of just went with it. I went with my gut. I went with the opportunities that had presented themselves. And I guess we all kind of do that. And would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now? For sure. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like a real passion for you. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, would I make changes or do things a little bit differently than previously? <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, that's 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 life, right? Um, but yeah, I, I mean, for sure, though this this is who I am. This is a part of who I am. Mm. Well, thank you so much for your time, Dr. Cody. It's been um, really interesting to learn all about your career and thanks for coming on. No worries. Thank you for having me. And where can people find you on social media or anything like that? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram or TikTok. My handle is Dr. Cody underscore DC. So that's D-R-C-O-D-Y underscore DC. And if you're in Sydney, um, the clinic that I'm at is Combined Clinics Australia. There is only one. And um, yeah, Thank you so much again for coming on. It's been a real pleasure. All right. Thank you.